Welcome to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast with Brett, Ed, Fran, Johnny, Matt and Paul, helping you to build more muscle and to lose weight with a hint of banter and a dash of humour. Enjoy this week's episode. I've got a poo. <laughs> it was the one day I was wearing baggy shorts and no pants. I stood in the kitchen. Well, that's a good start to episode 114. <laughs> I um, I actually got a comment uh, off my client Tom. Good lad, very very good lad he is. Uh, actually out in Vegas at the moment, or he might be moving to Canada by now. But as in moving, sorry, he might be travelling to Canada by now. Um, but he said, really good podcast this week. And I can't remember which one he referred to, but a recent one, as in the past few weeks. Um, once I got past the bollocks at the start. Oh, it is, isn't it? It is bollocks at the start. <laughs> I, I thought, I actually, uh, I've got a bone to pick with both of you. Um, I actually listened back to last week. Did you now? Was it, did something intrigue you? <laughs> that was the, the first podcast I've listened to of ours for a few episodes. Um, I, I did. I did laugh, and then I uh, I was driving to work when I was listening to it, and then I played it back for Alex, and she laughed even more. Uh, yeah, that was quite funny. I think did she laugh so hard because it's true? I, I don't know. I don't know what she was thinking. I didn't dare ask. Uh, or said last week. Um, Johnny, remember about me and me and Brett fighting. <laughs> I did jujitsu for three years. I'll have you know when I was about nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's going to get me in a Kimura. Oh, I don't even know what a Kimura is. <laughs> that's an MMA fucking tangle up move, isn't it? I think that's the official term, yeah, an MMA tangle up move. <laughs> Jesus, Johnny. Did you see the photo of that UFC fighter's nose? Um, you might need to narrow it down a bit more. It, like, recently, it's been all over Facebook. Like, t- today, I think it must might have happened last night or something. Well, my um, yeah. Yeah, his nose basically like went within him, like within within his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it him, Mike Perry? Mike Perry, yeah. Who was he fighting? And with to that? be fair to him, he he went all three rounds and just lost by split decision. Um, you just see the end of his like. I've seen stills before of like MMA or UFC fighting. So uh, for those that don't know, UFC is the Ultimate Fighting Championship. Um, that is a form of MMA, or sorry, a um, promotion of MMA. So MMA is a sport, UFC is basically more the brand. But anyway, by the by, interchangeable terms, whatever. Um, I've seen stills of uh, like UFC where people have been punched and the still is obviously the person's fist. And surprising how much people's like noses or faces move when the fist is like in their nose. But obviously when, they, when obviously the fist retracts, their nose kind of goes back to normal as well. This guy's looked like it just didn't go back to normal. So Google it, it's disgusting. It was brutal. It was brutal. I've, I have a picture. Yeah, I've seen that now. Look at that. Like, his nose has literally moved at least an inch over the side of his face. Like, that doesn't sound a lot when you say it like an inch. But when you really think about how far an inch is, and his nose has moved across his face <laughs> to the right by an inch. Oh, my days. It's like a Z. It's literally like a Z. That's outrageous, isn't it? Got a kinky old nose, Johnny mate. I think you might want to turn your video off because you are pausing all over the shop. Sort it out, Johnny. Come on, Johnny. God, that anyway, Welsh internet. We'll just we'll just go about and. Not... What? Huh? Huh? What? Johnny. I think. Johnny, pause your video. Just go audio only because you're annoying us and the listeners. Oh, Look how angry he is. You'd think he'd be happy, man. You're not winning today. He's so angry. Oh my god! I've got... Oh my god! I've got to fucking pause my video now, and I. He wants to just show off his smugness. Yeah, that's 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 why he's so annoyed. He's thinking I can't even look smug now on video because <laughs> Manchester United got a win for once. And that's our kid. Got a win, didn't they? They was United. I got him. I didn't. Even... The good job he broke up at the right times. I imagine it was abusive. Whatever he said then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I can't even do a very good man, Manchester or a Man. It, it slipped a bit Liverpool that yeah, did that. Yeah, I do. I slip in. Obviously, just going to my home nation, don't I? All right, kid, calm down, calm down. It's like this is like a bit of mix of Mank and Scouts. <laughs> in fact, if you want to go Mank, you've got to go. Hey, hey, he's mad fed it. 
to say Mad Ferret. I don't even think that was Liverpool. No, or, no, it wasn't or, Liverpool. Or no. Manchester or anywhere from, from this, this <laughs> No, the first, the first bit was like half Manchester, half Liverpool, Scouts. And then the, the next bit was all Manchester, just say Mad Ferret. Mad Ferret. And then obviously the Scouts bit just comes naturally to me. I don't know what Oasis videos you've been watching, but I don't think I've ever really heard it. A... Something like that. Uh, I think you're losing it, mate. I think yeah. you're generally losing it. I think Tom is right, basically. It's just bollocks, isn't it, the stuff? <laughs> oh, <laughs> tell me, boy. I thought last week's was seamless, the way it went into content that I thought was still bollocks, but apparently it was content. No, it was content. Uh, I think that's, uh, that's more so because we didn't even know what we were going to talk about. So our bollocks became content. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Anywho. Anyway, anyway, so, Johnny, how the devil are you, my friend, given... Obviously, Manchester United finally, finally scored some goals and actually looked half decent. Can you actually hear me before I even start speaking? Who said that? Right, I'm going. There right. are. Right. I'm, uh, pretty good, actually. I feel all right. Good leg session today in the Z gym. Um, Trying to failure? No, because I was front squatting, and if that happened, I'd fall over and break something, probably. The worst thing about front squatting is choking yourself out. Yeah. And making sure your feet are the same space apart, you know what I mean? Not one foot is like a couple of inches in front of the other. Oh, right. I don't have that problem, if I'm honest. Mm, I do. I do. I, t- I, have t- 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 mirror. I have to look in the mirror to see what my foot are, feet are. Hmm. Strange. One foot in front of the other. If you look it's... down, you are dropping the ball. Yeah. I can look down up to about 80, and after that, then I think, oh... The bar's coming down. I was say I can I can move my eyes without moving my head. Yeah, but if head. you're looking forward, you can't see your feet. Um, well, it depends how big your gut is, but I can. <laughs> 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 or maybe not at the current position of or current physique. But anyway, can you still see your willy? I can see it in the first place. Let's be honest. <laughs> An ingrown willy. <laughs> um, Sorry, Johnny. Um. Puff mice. I had a Sunday dinner as well. It's nice. For those uh, that need a translation, I think he said Sunday dinner. Yeah. Sunday lunch for all you posh bastards. Sunday lunch. Sunday dinner, but... Um, that's it, really. Pretty good. Chilled. Tired, really. Legs has, has wrecked me. Mm. I, was, I was dripping proper like I'd been... Water being thrown over me. I get that. Like, I get that anyway, especially on leg days, but I get that just from caffeine, I think. I think I have a high like thermogenesis of caffeine, if that's even the right phrase. I think I react basically to uh, generating a lot of heat when I consume uh, a large bolus of caffeine. Funnily enough, I took a pretty workout beforehand. Yeah, it might be that then. Hmm. But 200, 200 milligrams of caffeine, I think it was. Yeah, most are around that sort of mark, aren't they? You know, nothing uh, too insane. Nothing like, is it Rich Piano's 5150? It's like 500 milligrams or something ridiculous there. Yeah, I think 200 is quite a lot. But then I suppose like if you take someone like, say, our friend Dan Mack, who seemed to get a mention every episode late, I don't know why. Maybe I've got a crush on him. Not as much as Mel Fudge because she is a little bit psychopathic. But anyway, by the way, um, <laughs> slide into my DMs there, Mel. Um, <laughs> if you take his weight, so he's like, I don't know, I can't remember what he posted, but something like not far from 120 kilos. If you've got that, the upper end of obviously the, the recommended um, efficacious results, you think, uh, results, um, what dose that's the word I'm looking for the the recommended dose in like in the literature it'd be like um, six milligrams per kilogram right so if he weighs 120 that is 720 milligrams of caffeine that's 0.7 of a gram that is fucking luds son luds that is a lot, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think I think for most people that kill you. Well, I wouldn't kill you, obviously, but you know what I mean, like metaphorically, like in the in the you know the usual phrase, it would literally kill you, but not literally, but literally. I done the MNU um, weekend conference with Tom Blackburn, um, Paul Scrab, Scarborough, Scarborough, and Emil, and they were on about taking a gram of caffeine at a time. Like. Fuck that. <laughs> 
I think I'd get an instant headache. Honestly, I think I'd get an instant headache. Like I, I sometimes get a bit headachey. I think with um, if I take too much or not too much, if I take like a decent amount of caffeine pre workout, and then I do something like legs, which obviously then requires quite a lot of breathing and bracing, and you, I, sh- I assume you not only do you create a lot of intra-abdominal pressure when you're doing that, but obviously it's probably a certain amount of head pressure as well. And I think like that just accumulates into like a dull headache after a while if I take a bit too much caffeine mm-hmm. or a large amount of caffeine, and then have to do a lot yeah. of straining. I've just never ever got on with pre-workouts i've done them a couple of times or used them a couple of times and if i've ever taken a decent dose i just feel like my training sessions wank so i'm just constantly feeling like, like thinking i feel sick um yeah just really weird really really weird i'll tell, um, I'll tell yeah. you who is good at pre-workouts matt morgan two scoops of endeavor five minutes later he's ready off home <laughs> <laughs> he burns out a bit too quick on them uh, yeah Gets a really good solid five minute workout and then uh, fucks off back to the car park. Lol. You know something strange? I, if I drink black coffee, I bloat quite bad. If I put a little bit of milk in, I don't. That's weird. Uh, okay. I, have, I have no explanation for that, Jonathan. Neither. If I have a really strong coffee, like normally out of a cafetiere or something like that, or sometimes like a properly made uh, Americano, um, I quite often feel drunk after drinking it. Um, I get a bit of a head rush and yeah, feel a little bit drunk. Caffeine. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's probably an explanation for that one. Well, yeah, yeah, but I don't want that feeling when I'm in the gym and I'm underneath a heavy bar. So no. I'll uh, I'll uh, forgo the pre workouts. Maybe. You... I ever done was something called Craze. It's banned though, but it, I think it was Trace of Amphetamine in it. But it was fantastic. <laughs> I think um, if you listen to the Stronger by Science podcast, which as I recommended, I think, on a previous episode, is very good. Um, certainly for the, for the more nerdy of, of people, anyway. Um, they were talking about uh, traces of amphetamines in uh, supplement samples, I think, and there was loads with like drugs, like either amphetamines, SARMs, or steroids in them. But why put a steroid in a pre-workout? Because Come basically, they, the people that are selling them want people to think that their stuff is absolutely fucking amazing. So we've got the best pre-work ever. You get jacked, you get massive, you get shredded. We can't be cheap, though. I don't know. They probably put some shit stuff in, mind you, but still. You know, either, either that or, like, we don't know what the um, type of, uh, I don't know, hygiene or health and safety, I don't know what term's probably best in this in this um, scenario, but we don't really know what they kind of go through in terms of hygiene, health and safety in these places that actually uh, manufacture this stuff. Because I guess if they're using, like, vats to mix stuff, do they get cleaned out properly? Are people doing steroids in it one day and then doing like creatine the next? And that's what the athletes keep saying anyway, don't they? I've got tented creatine. Oh, what's the yeah. Mex- Mexican beef? Yeah, normally you just talk gear. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Probably. Anyway. Nobody is down the ball in creatine. Not today, who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Maybe do. Whatever creatine they're taking, though, can I find some, please? Yeah. Let's have some of that creatine. Yeah. Would you. I yes. know you wouldn't. <laughs> yes. yes, whatever the answer is. Yes. yes. Would you rather? Um, would you, if you were taking a pre-workout and you had the suspicion that it had some sort of anabolic effects, would you carry on taking it knowing that it could potentially contain some sort of steroid? Um, but because you're not injecting and taking it and, and, and all that, would you carry on taking it? Yeah, why not? Um, it's on the label going on nothing in there feels good <laughs> I mean I'm assuming by anabolic you mean obviously having actually some form of anabolic steroids or, or something that is going to directly promote anab- anabolism rather than just because obviously I would say a pre-worker is supposed to be anabolic in terms in, in indirectly yeah you know what I mean you know what I mean some sort yeah, of steroid yeah <laughs> I going. don't think I'd to look at the end of this up <laughs> I don't think I would I don't know no I don't know because I suppose like I don't know if this will ever happen or not, but I still kind of got it in my head that one day I would like to compete. But that, then I could compete tested, but then, uh, sorry, untested, but then what would be the point? Because I'd already be tiny regardless, let alone against tested people. So, untested. Why do I keep saying tested? Untested. Drug- what you need to do is smash the gear now and then compete in seven years' time when you're allowed to do it. Yeah. Maintain Probably for seven years. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. I'll be honest, it's not like I need any more children, so that's one side effect that I can not worry about. True. 
because after the two little fuckers I've got, then no, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I joke. I, I love my children. And the hair's gone, so you don't have to worry about that. No, true, so. true. Although, do you think it's strange? Or here's a here's a thing. People talk about stairs. I guess the worst thing ever. But then people will drink and smoke all day long and not bat an eyelid. <clears throat> yeah, true. And they're the biggest killers on earth. True. On earth, by a million miles, smoking and drinking kills more people than every other drug combined, probably. We're agreeing with you, Johnny. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Madness. It's the the same thing around, obviously, a lot of the controversy or conversation that was going around the Cancer Research latest campaign about obesity causing um, cancer, which, you know, it's a long stretch to say that it causes because we know that you can't really say that indirectly. Sorry, it directly causes it. Maybe indirectly, or it could be increase someone's risk. But um, same thing there, really. People are trying to compare it to smoking, saying, well, you know, obviously, all that's what their campaign is essentially doing. You can't compare it to smoking because, obviously, smoking is a single choice and we've got direct evidence that it does cause it. And you think, well, there is an element that, obviously, no one bats an eyelid about um, ridiculing someone for smoking, necessarily, or, or, and obviously the harmful effects it has on health, but no one would ever consider being so derogatory or ridiculing someone who is overweight. I say no one, many people would, but you know what I mean. It's far more frowned behind the back, the wood, probably. And I'm not saying what side of the fence that I sit on, really, in that because I think that's so complex. I'm not sure I really understand all of the complexities of that argument. But uh... we were discussing something similar earlier on. Can't we deal with people who do dead thirty and a thirty, or under thirty and a thirty, or then are happy to do seventy and eighty and a sixty? That doesn't just yeah. same uh, same thing. Yeah, I was gonna say that doesn't make sense. But actually, I think do do not do people think they're less the risk or chance of getting caught by a police officer or certainly getting punished by a police officer for doing ten mile over the limit at a seventy mile an hour limit is far less than someone doing five mile over at a thirty. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah. What did, did, just on and we are going off on huge tangents here. But do you know what I really hate people that go slowly through anywhere slowly at any point whether it's through a village or in a in a, in a slower um uh, or on a lower oh, what's the word speed restriction then absolutely fucking nail it when they then get going why do people do that or they go really slowly on say like a dual carriageway or on a on a on a national speed limit road and then when you think fuck this i have to overtake them because they're going so slow they then nail it to try and stop you overtaking why do people do that people are absolute cunts yeah I know, it's dangerous. It's fucking dangerous. <laughs> yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Middle-in drivers, also idiots, all of you. If you ever middle-in drive, you're a knob. <laughs> Unless you're overtaking, of course. Yeah, of course. You, just, <laughs> you always need to do is, like, the motorway's clear, then you've got some clown in the middle lane. I'm like, do you not understand? At least they're not in fast lane. I'd rather be in a fast lane, I'm just for they're the just, way, then, be, yeah. Like, you know, Jesus Christ. I have definitely been known to when people are like when it's late at night and there is no oh. need to be in the middle lane. I'll definitely go in the slow lane and give them the finger the whole way past. <laughs> uh, so Ed, yeah. Ed, you've been in Wales. I've been in I've been in Wales the last few days. Yep, I've been a few days away with Alex. Um, I've also had the worst week ever because uh, I was working away the week before and I managed to completely properly put my back out not at the time it was like a 24-hour delay thing so I'd moved with working and serving and stuff it was a lot of like not bending over but like kind of at a slight angle uh leaning over tables and stuff like that for four days solid and then carrying big heavy fridges Monday I I woke up I couldn't walk like generally couldn't stand up I was in so much pain and she'd like but then I had a staff training day like a manager training day that I had to conduct so I kind of had to get through it, which probably didn't help. And it's kind of eased off each day, but it means I've not been able to train, I've not been able to go on a bike, I've not been able to just like walk around and get my steps up. So I've just been kind of like either sat there or lay in bed um, like an absolute potato, uh, which has been rather frustrating uh, until kind of like the end of the week where I've kind of just forced myself to do things. But now I'm hurting just as much as I did three or four days ago because I've probably done too much and not let it rest and recover. Um, but yeah, so I've had a pretty shit week in that sense. But I've had a really nice week away as well, four days away. So yeah, we're right over. Mm. Good. Well, it's nice to get away. Did you knock on Johnny's door? No, we're a bit. No, no he's a bit of a cunt. I don't really like him. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a, a mate who's uh, in between Johnny and where we were staying, and. Uh, 
and he texts me saying, "Oh, are you in Wales?" And I says, uh, I says "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Last last minute decision. Are you free this weekend? And he's like, "No." And I was like, oh, "Okay, thanks for texting me." <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm terrible at making you, plans for people when I'm their way. Were you secretly again? Oh God, he's not free. Please don't be free. Please don't be free. No, we we wanted something to do there because it was so rainy and yeah, like we'd taken the bikes, we'd taken the bikes in the back of the car, hoping that I'd be okay to go on a ride. We managed seven miles on the Thursday, um, and then that was it. So they've just like sat in the way these bikes have for the last four days. Um, yeah, so it's, it, the weather's just been crap the whole time. So uh, we managed to do a few bits on Thursday, go for a walk, go for a bike ride, uh, which didn't help. Then Friday I was in bits, and yeah, so. Uh-huh. frustrate so yeah Good. let yourself recover and don't jump into the deep end too quick what was that bit I said you should let yourself recover instead of jumping into the deep oh, end right. too quick alright yeah. you said have it yourself and then you like carried on your own conversation oh I didn't I didn't I'm not bothered about you I don't give a no. shit I thought you I'm have to rec- re- like, I'm sure you just said how about yourself and then you started no. talking again I was like okay no no, how about you, Brett? How's your week gone? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we had some really nice Sunday roast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> Go on. What? No, I, to be fair, um, I've just been enjoying my paternity time off. Been as lovely as usual, doing things on the daily. So, um, I can't complain. Life's good. Tra- uh, my dealer week started this week, which I was chatting to Benny Boy, the Ben Ben Carver, and just saying, like, I desperately need it. And mainly because I think that came out in conversation because we're about sync. We we had quite a um, same schedule in terms of our mesocycles being aligned and having the same like accumulation weeks to deloads uh, ratios. So that worked out quite well training together. Um, but then this week we found ourselves out of sync slightly because he was obviously on holiday a week. So he said he was kind of put back a week. Um, but he just deloaded early um, or earlier because it kind of suited him and I needed it I said like, I can't pu- I can't push another week accumulation because I feel broken from the previous week like I, you know you know like when you just kind of push it too much and you kind of start to feel like you just don't really want to train maybe your joints feel a little bit off like my lower back start to feel a little bit off and I was thinking oh I don't really want to go through like some heavy squats or like deadlifts again um this week so I feel like it's just it's already a bit I don't know tender or a little bit like I don't know I just feel a bit more conscious of it it's the only way I can describe it so it's just like I just feel a bit beat up. So definitely need a deload, which took this week, which was lovely. Just nice actually. Like a lot of people struggle with deloads, but I really don't. Like I get I think I just get to a point where I feel beat up where I just feel like, do you know what? The thought of going in and having a really hard training session um makes me feel a bit like I just don't want to train. So it's nice to go in, just get it done quickly, have a bit more of a social jolly up rather than like going in and not being able to speak because you can't breathe after doing more than three like reps of squats. Um, which is generally what happens, especially at my body weight now. I, thought, I also struggled running, so went running this week, did six miles, really struggled. And I like, I did read something recently around extra. I can't remember what the statistics were now, but I think every pound of body fat that you hold, and this sounds like bullshit, doesn't it? even me starting like that. But every pound, extra pound of body fat or mine, body weight, I don't know, um, was something on average an extra, I don't know, twelve percent oxygen use or something like that. that. And you obviously like sounds that. made up. Does sound made up, but it was Eric Trexler that wrote it, and someone else, which are usually very trusted source of information. Um, and I, obviously, I guess the, whether the percentage or the amount is right is irrelevant, almost really. I suppose the point is, the heavier you are, the um, the more cost of oxygen it will be to do stuff like endurance running or long distance running or any type of endurance exercise, etc. And obviously, more heart rate required. Um, so yeah, it's why it's obviously I think cutting weight kind of completely off topic but I think cutting weight for the, for endurance event stuff is a hugely underutilized tool um, for a lot of people that are looking for sports performance I think I read a study about that and I actually did it mm-hmm. said the, the, the result was just no nothing no periodization no adding no nothing just lost weight and it was mental the yeah. difference mental. Yeah. I think just having, having to carry that extra body weight around just, just basically consume so much more oxygen and energy than than it would be even even maybe the detrimental effect of cutting some weight as in terms of like performance cutting, you, the the effect you usually use just by, by cutting weight I guess it's all kind of relative or there's a bit more complexity of noise than just cutting weight because I guess obviously you do need to consider poor performance but yeah it's interesting I um, anecdotally definitely feel it in the, the hockey season uh, throughout the season like weight can fluctuate loads for me depending on where I'm at and stuff um, and I know after I when I played when I was dieting for 
my competition a few years ago, um, I was sort of felt quicker, I could go longer on the pitch and all that, even though I was in a massive calorie deficit, just because I was so light, I was 10 kilos lighter than I was the season before. Um, not near enough, yeah. So, uh, And then this last season just gone, when I started in September, um, I was playing 80 kilos, and I said this is like absolute perfect weight for me, because I'm well fueled, but also I was nice and, you know, I was relatively lean, um, and I just felt quick and I felt agile, and I felt like I could go all game without sort of puffing and panting. Whereas flip two after Christmas, I ended up putting on three kilos and never really lost it. Um, and I just was felt sluggish, felt slower, felt, yeah, just like the people who are normally I'd, I'd be quicker than. I, I was a little bit like I was either at the same pace or a little bit slower than. Um, yeah, and it, it, was a bit, it was a bit weird um, and annoying and frustrating. And that's why I'm definitely going to sort of try and come in a little bit lighter than what I am now uh, for the season. Um, so I've got a month or so to, to, to shed a kilo or so. Yeah, I mean, the thing is that this this experience is making me feel, it's one of the, it's like adding a notch on the pro side of maybe starting a diet. Mm. Like we talked about yeah. week last week or week before, whenever it was, about me, my condition, and obviously I'm kind of like getting towards peak mass. Like I'm 24 pounds heavier now maybe. So what's that? That's like nearly 12 kilos heavier than obviously like the photo shoot weight which was like a year April so it was 15 no, 17 months or whatever it is so it was a long time it's obviously a decent an alright rate of gain since then um, but I'm kind of getting to the point now when do I start dieting when's it best or optimal for me to start dieting again Right, but I keep feeling like I want to push obviously the progression and stuff and I don't really want to obviously have less food and especially when I'm off and enjoying time with the family and social occasions and things so but then, so I'm kind of weighing up the pros and cons and like feeling unfit and struggling to keep up maybe with Ben. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, Ben's going to be pushing his weight until Christmas, so... He'll probably flip over. I'll probably get fitter mm-hmm. while he... Because we're usually pretty similar in terms of fitness and like in running stuff. We run very similar paces over pretty much like the same sort of distances and stuff. So, But I'm just he just seems to be leading by a couple of yards of late last few weeks and heat the weather isn't helping either being like incredibly hot when we're running like dark, like really badly hot it's like really taken out of me well if you think you're good sort of like what 15 kilos heavier than Ben probably yeah probably not far oh. off probably 10 at least just looking there um <clears throat> yeah uh, so I mean you've got that to factor in as well uh, what's he at about 60 just looking uh, 69 kilos. 69, fucking hell, right, yeah. 69, so I'm probably a good, easily 12, 13, ki- 13 kilograms heavier, yeah. Mm. Bear in mind, he, he came to me at 63 kilos, and he doesn't look a lot, not like, not as lean. He's filled out, but he's, by no means, you wouldn't think he's gained, um, you know, five or six kilos, and, you know, barely... Barely changed oh, leanness wise. Hell. Uh, yeah, coach. Just, well, you know, just got to anyway. get get a little plug in there. <laughs> Shall we um, move on from this bollocks? Johnny's obviously bored as well. So uh, today, what are we talking about, Johnny? Even there, uh, died in training. Was it uh, first? Was it the five things that people do wrong or something like that? Fucking hell! You've prepared, haven't you? Right, we were going to talk about the common mistakes people make when they start dieting. Well, yeah, I was right, didn't I? Well, kind of. You said something about training and something about five things. <laughs> you got one word, right? God's sake. Right, yes. You're the host. What? You're the host. Oh, I know, but I was just trying to put you on the spot, see if you're paying attention. Um, okay, so um, common mistakes people make when they start dieting. Obviously, might be something I do soon. So, nice little segue there. Um, I say might be. I still haven't decided. Um, who wants to take number one? Go on. Um, most people try to wing it. They have no clear plan or structure. Um, and they just kind of go, yeah, all right, I'm going to start dieting. Uh, Monday, right, okay, yeah, that's that's a good dieting day. Uh, and then they kind of just they have no idea of how much or how little they need to be eating they don't know whether that's an whether that's enough or uh, to, to to be in a deficit and they're just kind of going with the slow they might get past the first couple of days because first few days or week of a diet is pretty easy you can kind of cope with it and uh, and then as soon as you start to get a bit hungry you end up 
just eating whatever you want and you're just kind of eating to to feeling uh more so than having a plan or a structure um even if eating to feeling is your plan and structure you're not doing it properly uh, so yeah you're just just winging it see i think obviously the whole uh confusion around what intuitive eating is and the difficulty of things like being mindful or trying to kind of use what people historically know as you know techniques for dieting you know oh only eating clean or whatever um doesn't guarantee you a calorie deficit none of that like if you're trying to eat more mindfully or in air quotes listen to your body like that doesn't guarantee that you're going to be in, you know, in a calorie deficit which is what we know is a requirement because let's be honest if that was the case we'd probably all be a lot thinner or leaner or be find it a lot easier to manage our weight most people are not complete we can't, you know, if you start a diet, you probably, well, you you can't intuitively eat because you wouldn't be overweight in the first place. Unless you've done a lot of reading up and learning about it and, and all that and listening to great podcasts. Uh, but that's probably not the case. Um, and also, how many people go, oh, yeah, 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 I re- re- eat really healthily. Oh, okay, so what do you eat? Uh, well, I have a pot of hummus for my lunch with some flatbread. Um, and then I have, like, yeah, I have yeah, fifteen avocados and scrambled eggs on toast for breakfast, and then in the evening I have um, four pieces of mackerel with I don't know, it's like a salad um, with loads of dressing on. Yeah. Really healthy, right? And you're like, you've just eaten three thousand calories. Well done. Yeah, that that leads us on to point number two very nicely. In that one problem is just so people taking the approach where I'm going to go diet so. I'm going to start eating healthily. Like, how many people do you hear say that? Oh, I'm dieting, so I'm just trying to eat healthy. It's like, okay. the fun- Missing the fundamental principle there of weight loss, which is eating in a calorie deficit, as we said. And if you're just trying to eat healthy, it kind of aligns with what we said about point one, about people trying to wing it, that that doesn't guarantee you're in a calorie deficit. Um, for some people, eating healthy, aka clean, or whatever you kind of want to, want to kind of use that phrase, um, that might actually spontaneously reduce some of the calories that people are eating because they might start eating more fruits, more vegetables, feel fuller, eat higher protein, feel fuller. They might just then generally just eat less food, aka less less calories. But there's also a lot of people that make the same mistake what you've just said, where they feel a, f- a meal or a food is clean or healthy, but actually it's bombarded with calories. Like, and mm-hmm. I t- you tend to find a lot of the healthier foods that are more. Um, dense in fats they're the types of foods that seem to be the highest calorie foods that push people makes things like avocado and nuts and nut butters and olive oil and those types of things like you don't find too many people overeating on potatoes or uh, yeah, potatoes <laughs> uh, classic example is the whole like slamming joe wicks recipes it's supposed to be lean and 15 yet half those recipes are like 1200 calories ago Mm-hmm. Um, because they're just stacked with olive oils and chorizo and stuff like that. Um, so that's, that's a classic example. Um, but just saying about the kind of like when people try and eat healthily, if you go on Instagram and search like any clean eating, healthy person, um, any of these influencers that, that kind of post up pictures of their food, a lot of the time, like they'll, they'll post some really nice looking things and it sounds really good and they give good justifications of why it's a healthy meal. But again, they'll be stacked in calories because they're full of these like really tasty, um, sometimes replacements for things, sometimes like, uh, you know, oh, this is a gluten-free vegan falafel shit on a stick type thing and it's like okay great well you know you basically be eating like um lard and nuts like what you feed to the birds and you you you, like it's absolutely stacked with calories um but because it's on a clean eating uh healthy instagram page you think oh well that must be like 100 calories Uh, it's just such it's just so bad if you're on Instagram and you just come across clearly, then just ignore it. Ignore everything you've got to say, ever. Especially if they're vegan as well. There's nothing wrong with vegans, but a vegan Instagram will eat clean. It's just a recipe for disaster. Well, they can't eat dirty. Hmm? If you're an influencer, you're also a dick as well. There we are. I'm an influencer, Johnny. I've got over 2,000 followers. Well, people with influencers who think, or oh, I influence people, what, what, what are you? What have you done? Nothing. You post some photos of some, of some you know, 
potatoes and mackerel and you, you're an influencer. No, you're a divvy trying to sell five quid plans because you're an arsehole. I reckon if they're posting pictures of breakfast though or lunch, it's not potatoes and mackerel. I would say it's going to be more like smashed avocado and chilli on rye bread with scrambled duck eggs and something yeah. But anyway, or fairy dust. <clears throat> basically snot on unhappy bread. What, what I do <laughs> want... Sorry, go on. Go on, mate. I was going to say, when people start dieting, I think you can't really say one particular meal is healthy or, or unhealthy because healthy a healthy diet is not just one meal. A healthy diet is what you eat consistently over time. It's like one meal is going to make you fat, one meal is going to make you thin. So don't think of all oh, this one meal is super healthy. It's like, well, actually, what's my diet like as a whole? What's my nutrition like as a whole? What's my training like as a whole? That is a healthy lifestyle. You know what I mean? Sure. I think because people go, oh, this is meal is clean. Yeah, so what? Well, it doesn't matter. You know, no, they obviously game the game is calories, isn't it? But if it's yeah. clean and 10,000 calories, then you're under a loser. For sure. What what I just wanted to kind of caveat and to say, look, what we're saying is it's a mistake people make when they're dieting in that it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to lose weight if people just focus on the health healthfulness of a meal because the healthfulness of a meal doesn't determine whether you gain or lose weight. What it does is the amount of calories it contains and obviously that's a very different thing. What we would say is though, it's a good thing probably if you do start to eat so-called AKA cleaner, despite as much as everyone hates the phrase, but we know what people mean, healthier. We know what people mean when they say that, whole foods and less ultra-processed stuff. Um, that might make you healthy and if you don't lose weight by eating more healthful food. So we're not saying don't do it. What we're saying is it doesn't necessarily lead to a weight loss diet, if that's what you're after. Yeah, I think you can combine the two really, really well. There was a, there was a just as a, an example, there was a ladder I used to play hockey with, um, slowly put on weight over the years and he just said, I'm, all I'm going to eat for like, breakfast and lunch pretty much is uh, just fruit and, and that's what he did he just ate fruit for breakfast fruit for lunch um no kind of um limit on how much but he was just eating you know bananas apples stuff like that um and then he'd kind of have something with lots of vegetables in the evening and he just did that and he lost so much weight so quickly just because yes he was eating healthier um because he's eating foods that are more dense in micronutrition um, but also he was just removing so many calories by swapping. Um, so he was filling himself up on fruit, um, which is just removing loads of calories if you're having a bacon sandwich for, for lunch and uh, whatever for, uh, sorry, for breakfast and then whatever for lunch. Um, and then like having pastas and rice and all that sort of stuff in the evening. Um, he was just removing loads and loads of calories. So he, he lost loads of weight and it was like, oh, fruit's the answer, fruit's the answer. But if you're just adding in fruit on top of a you know an already high calorie diet, um, then that's not the answer. You're actually putting more calories into into your body, so you're actually going further away from what you're trying to do. Um, yeah. So if you're trying to be healthier, there's got to be some adding with some taking away as well. Absolutely. And as if by magic, point number three was you focus on everything but calories. I think because of where the media is, all media, TV, video. Facebook, Instagram, they try and focus on the one thing, the one thing is making you fat, when it's never the one, well it is, it's to eating too much, but you know what I mean, the one, you know, you're eating fruit makes you fat, this makes you fat, you're not doing keto, you're eating too many carbs, you're eating this, you're eating that, you know what I mean, and people just, not that they maybe don't want to know the simple things, but they are told everything but the simple things, because people try and make it too complicated to try and sell them something. So I think, the media has got a lot to blame for allowing bullshit on the telly for one like allowing promoting it because obviously the controversy almost is the thing that's selling their media outlets or papers or online or whatever it is they're trying to obviously get people to view it's like what the hell is it it's, it's like if I was an unbiased documentary this is the benefits of being you know meat free this is the benefits of eating meat blah blah I think right fair enough but it's never is, is it so people are always looking for the magic thing in it because it's almost like this imprint in their brain and society as a whole in it everything is wanted now and they're not willing to go actually it's quite it's simple but it's not easy the principle is simple but it's not necessarily always easy depending what your lifestyle is and where you're at you know dieting 
does become difficult depending what you want to do. I mean, so if you don't focus on calories, uh, in no uncertain terms, you're fucked. I think there's there's a certain element though. If you if you're there's a couple of things with it. I was going to say there's a certain element. I don't know if it's either phrase that that focus on calories. One, I think, is quite empowering because if you suddenly realise and understand that calories matter and that's the only thing really for weight loss. I say the only thing that matter. I use that term quite flippantly, but obviously that determines weight loss, weight gain. Then actually it gives you loads of power to decide what you eat. You can choose. You can choose what you eat as long as you do account for those calories. That's massively empowering. Um, and also I think like the second point I was going to make is that that probably reduces the amount of stress because you kind of suddenly know where you're going and if something's not working, why it's not working. When you don't know calories matter and say you're clean eating and you don't realize why you're not losing weight, you're like, what the fuck do I do? I'm going to have to start putting more fairy liquid on my chocolate. I don't understand why I'm not losing weight. I'm going to have to just eat cleaner. It's like, well, you know, once you suddenly realize it's calories, you know, that is really empowering and also then starts to remove or reduce a lot of that stress that could be involved. Mute. I think uh, I think everybody should. Uh, I always, whether clients of mine are going to track or not, I always get them to track for a week or two anyway, just because then they appreciate the amount of calories that are in food. Um, because most don't know that avocado not only tastes like snot, but they also are steeped in calories. Um, and then something like a you know an apple is is so low in calories, people just don't 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 realize this. So um, I I always sort of recommend that people do track their food for a couple of weeks and just gives them such an appreciation of what they are eating how much they are eating and things like that then if they never intend on tracking food again at least they kind of know that that mcdonald's that they had for breakfast and for lunch it, it it's not the best idea um yeah and that their body requires a lot less than 2,000 calories as a male to uh, lose weight um because a lot of people kind of think that potentially it's more yeah i think the, yeah. the avocado example is a good one because i think that point of tracking and understanding the the energy density of an avocado say just as one example some people might only be eating avocado because they think oh i must eat avocado because it's healthy and that's what's going to help me lose weight and then all of a sudden they realize that and a medium avocado is like 400 calories like three to 400 calories you might think fuck that then i'm not eating that i don't even enjoy it i'm gonna eat it because i thought it was good for me yeah, and there's so many like fatty foods. Um, I remember a few years ago when it was superfoods, like foods that went around wearing little capes, saving people out of trees and stuff like that. Um, uh, and you don't need to be eating these foods. They were just dense in micronutrition, that's it. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's like people... I was uh, doing a show a while ago, a few months ago, and the person next to me was selling uh, turmeric tea and the amount of bullshit he was listing off. And I was just like, I felt like going around there and slapping him with a bag of this bloody turmeric tea um, because he was going on about all these health benefits and all this and all this. And I was like, you're looking at like 0.001% change in difference and things um, and stuff. And he was just, oh, yeah, he was a proper salesman. I'll give him that, but Jesus. Um, but people just jump onto these things. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard turmeric. It's good for you. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll subscribe to your £50 a month. Um, bag of shit through the door yeah yeah okay um, yeah it's just it's frustrating yeah, but you do get sucked into it you do, you do. And it's, the active, it's the active component of the curcumin is what is apparently the good stuff and not the actual you need the, that that don't you rather than the turmeric I know there's curcumin in turmeric but in turmeric is going to be hardly anything isn't it it's just basically selling fucking dust <laughs> oh well this was uh, the medical grade so everything was a million times more than what you'd find in your herb cupboard at home uh, I think turmeric is a spice it is turmeric sorry turmeric same turmeric. same, uh, same cupboard mate. same yeah, cupboard right. unless you're um, really posh <laughs> <laughs> so the common mistake number four we've decided is forgetting about weekends Johnny that's, I think that's a massive one Z I think it's freaking mental what, I, what we've seen in the group and what I've seen myself oh I'm on a cheat meal weekend I'm on a cheat day you must be fucking pissed to be on a cheat day because you will gain it all back in a day what was it what was it Israel, Israel said once <laughs> cheat day you need a cheat day you've been on a fucking cheat life mate <laughs> yeah, cheat, cheat day, day. But it's, it's, it's funny how top level bodybuilding moves down into general public you've probably never even heard of Ronnie Coleman you know, that's the sort of thing bodybuilders do. They have a cheat day. 
because I eat chicken, rice and broccoli for seven meals a day, six days a week. And they have a cheat meal of whatever they want because they freaks and it doesn't matter what they do. They end up shredded. And it's funny how it just goes on there. But if you're 13, 14 stone female who's you know in a deficit of 500 calories every day, so, you know, by Saturday, you've, you're in a deficit of 2,500 calories or whatever, and you go out and have a cheat day, then you are gaining weight. Because you can easily, a bottle of wine is what, 7,800 calories? I know quite a lot of people who can put two of them away. That's 1,600 calories of drink. Mm-hmm. That's without food. So do pick in bits by not, by not being mindful. And I think people think, oh, I'm good for six days. One day can't harm. Yes, it can, big time. If it's one a month, all right, maybe. But it's the wrong mindset to be in, and it will cause you issues. Let's put it this way. I've done it once when I was well, 21, probably. So I would lose, I don't know, on average, say, I was three, four pound a week. So you can see the deficit. I was in quite large. So I'd, I'd have a cheat. Well, I would cheat even. I'd start like four or five o'clock just to limit it a bit, and I would gain five pounds overnight. I'm not saying it's all fat, but if you see that on a scale and you don't understand why that's happened, you're going to freak out. And you're going to go, oh, well, fuck me, what's the point? I've done one treat meal and I've gained five pounds. And it just wrecks your mentality because you're having that one cheat day or cheat meal that you're not really aware of how much you're actually consuming. You know, two bottles of wine and a large pizza, how many calories is that? Three and a half thousand, four thousand? Yeah. Probably. Potentially. That's wiped your deficit out and more. Easy. You probably gain weight for the week <laughs> on one Easy. meal. I uh, had somebody who was chatting to about coaching and we were doing it over text and we were chatting away. And uh, he said, Right, okay, yeah, okay, so we've got those calories. How many cheat meals do I get a week? And I just text back saying, like, Why do you think you deserve a cheat meal? Well, it's because what you do. Uh, who, who do you think you are <laughs> you've not made any progress yet and you're already considering having like eating whatever you want like you, you don't you, yeah uh, yeah I know we've argued about the whole cheat meal refeed that kind of that thing before in previous episodes and it's always a a, a good uh, a good listen and kind of understanding the reasoning behind why maybe your top level bodybuilders have a cheat day or whatever and also if you're in like a 1500 calorie deficit every day and you're losing like three kilos a week four kilos a week um then having one burger and chips probably is <laughs> probably going to do you some good just to make you feel a bit more human um but uh, sorry if uh, you know whoever you are out there listening and you, you're struggling to even lose a pound a week or a pound a month you do not deserve a cheat meal um because every day sounds like it's a cheat so um and you're only cheating yourself by having it as well absolutely um and just to kind of concur, when I was asked to, for an interview on Capital FM to talk about nutrition, that's the biggest mistake I said people were making, consistency. And essentially the premise of trying to eat healthily, in air quotes again, over the week, but smashing their weekends and then wondering why they're not losing weight. Just dropped in a little Glad bomb you said there, it to the masses. Yeah, dropped in a little bomb there. I was on the radio. It's, that was a good while ago, wasn't yeah, it? It was, yeah. It was a good year ago, that. probably. A good year ago. Yeah, you were never asked back. No, I wasn't actually. It's a bit disappointing. I think they got, uh, I think they got Davina McCall to come on instead. Probably. I, to be honest, they, <laughs> they, they cut, they cut my five-minute interview down to literally about thirty seconds worth. I was like one of those, like you know, when they go through the news at five and they like go through, yeah. and you get literally one sentence quote for each news story. <laughs> like they took one <laughs> sentence out of it. Uh, massively misrepresented me. No, I'm joking. It wasn't that bad. Um, anyway. So, last point, point number five. Focus on what you can't eat. I like this one because I think there's something that I think, again, a lot of people make this mistake when they start dieting, that all they can think about is the foods they're no longer allowed to have. I think you can play devil's advocate with this just a little bit and say you kind of, yes, there shouldn't be any... Ooh, controversial. Controversial, yeah. Yeah, okay, a lot of people go right okay these all these foods are off the menu um but also i do think that some people when they have a taste of something it just sends them off the wagon so it's better for them to say right i'm just not going to eat chocolate for the foreseeable just because it's not helping me because when i open a 
you know, block of dairy milk, I'm eating the whole block of dairy milk. Um, I know I am definitely one of those people. Um, so like for me, I don't have chocolate in the house because I know I'll have three or four bars a day. Easy. Um, so, uh, yeah. So I, I think sometimes it's good to kind of say, right, okay, well, these are your trigger foods. You are not having them. Um, but sometimes as well, when you are then, like, if, you, if, if that's not the case and you're just purely um, saying, right, okay, I can't eat this, can't eat that, can't eat that. Uh, because I've heard that they're all bad for you or they're really high in calories. That's all you kind of think about then. Um, so I think lots of people are quite different. Some people kind of need all temptation removing um, from from the house and from around them. But then other people just kind of, they because they are thinking, I can't have that, the temptation is there of, oh, go on, go on, go on, go on. Just a little bit won't hurt you. And then they do, and then they binge their tits off on it. No, um, I, think, I think it's a very fair point and absolutely agree. I, I, like I've said before, and you know, I do stand by this exactly what you just said almost, I suppose, and that people need to understand that there are some people that can have some and stop and there are some people that can have, um, that are better off having none because they can't have some, they'll just go mental. And you need to work out whether you're the, what type of person you are. Are you the type of person that if you go about, you'll basically all you'll think about is this forbidden fruit and you know what I've called before the forbidden fruit threat and you'll then want it and eventually end up snapping and binging or um, are you better off because you're the type of person to have none because if you do have some you'll then have loads so it's just about knowing yourself absolutely on I'm, I'm I'm the sort of person also Ed that doesn't really have a lot of chocolate in the house <laughs> when I go to Alex's, she has like they have loads, uh, loads in one of the cupboards, and they have crisps and they have loads of chocolate. Um, and whenever I'm around, I'm always finding myself like wanting something. Um, but then when we come over to mine, she's always like, "Oh, have you got any snacks in the house?" I'm like, "No, we we, we don't have snacks in the house because not only do I pick at it, but my parents do, and and that, and it's just not helping anybody really." No. Um, does she have so. twen- Does she have twenty eight bars of twelves though? <laughs> <laughs> what who yeah you've got more than morrison's like why why do you need that Look, not only that and i'm sorry for all the rustling i've probably got like i don't know two dozen twixes look at these the speculoos ones as well they're amazing and ginger cookie a couple of bars of hershey's um have you ever tried these noppers they should go on the good product, okay. bad product, shouldn't they? These are really nice. They're like little creamy chocolate You've wafers. Giving it away now. You're giving it away to yeah. save that. No, well, they're not on there, so we've got different ones for that week. These I got from um, Amsterdam. Amazing. They're like stroop waffles covered in chocolate. Nice. Yeah. Thank you, Sean O'Reilly, for giving me the tip off on those. Kinder Hippos. They're nice as well. Rice chocolate rice cakes. Look at that. Something healthy. I like chocolate rice cakes. They are good. Sorry, I was just showing I can't have that stuff in the house because they get smashed otherwise. I'm being sarcastic because look at the fucking... No, you're right, I've got more chocolate than Morrison's. It's ridiculous. <laughs> no, you're like the foreign aisle in, in Tesco. It's a bit racist. Well, no, they have all like the different... You know, I call the American stuff and the Chinese like things and the... A bit racist. All the different, the different stuff that you don't find in, you know, the corner shop. <laughs> I swear they should call it like the foreign aisle as well. No, it's not. You, you get like world foods, maybe. I don't Sorry. Think it's called the okay. foreign right. aisle. <laughs> bit more PC. Tip off, shout out to uh, my man Alex. He, uh, he, did you like, um, do either of you like either like nuts, like roasted nuts or like roasted chickpeas or those types of savoury sweets or like bomb yeah, yeah. those sort of things? Well, I used to really love something I used to get from what's the famous health food store? It's, it's like a name of a person, a bloke. Fuck, what's it called? Oh, I can't think what it's called. It's a oh, famous health, know. health like a UK-based health food like chain, and the, the it's the, the the name of it is like the name, bloke's name. I can't think what it's called now. Fucking hell, it's gonna bug me now. If anyone knows, please text in and tell me because I really want to know. It's gonna bug me now. I'll have to Google it otherwise. Um, but they they do like Bombay like healthy Bombay mix or like draw loads of dried fruit and just basically weird flowers and I don't know basically just like weird health food shit that isn't actually that healthy like the context of what we've kind of talked about already anyway um, I used to like they used to sell these I, I want to say roasted edamame like beans or like roasted broad I think they might even be broad uh, broad beans actually 
They were fucking lovely. But then you realise they're not healthy in the slightest. They're loaded with calories because they're just so much fat in them. Like because obviously raw beans aren't uh, aren't high in fat in the slightest. But they are when you cover them in some sort of weird crispy coating and then deep fry them. Um, anyway, he, my man Alex, told me in the Tesco's World Food Aisle there is something similar now, and they were like, I don't know, per hundred grams, like only a few grams of fat. Obviously, a reason about carbs, but really high in fiber and actually really high in protein. I was like, I need to find these because they, and he said they taste amazing. And like these, they are just like these little savory, um, like roasted, like goodness. Nice. 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 Anyway, tangent. Sorry. I just thought I'd shut that out in case anyone's interested in that type of thing. I will find out what those were and I will let people know. Put it in the show notes. Yeah. But, or you could just go down the, the racist aisle. I mean, the, like the foreign foods aisle or whatever what they've called it and just have a little peruse for yourself and see what's down there you're going to get me lynched um, okay so just going back to our point about focus on what you can't eat so just to kind of underline that I suppose is like I prefer to for people to have the mentality of focusing on an inclusive diet rather than an exclusive diet i.e. like focusing on all of the things you can have and all the things like you can include in your diet and worry less about what you have to restrict. Because I think, for the most part, it's a far better mentality to have, and I think it'll set you up for success a lot more positively than it would be to worry about the fact that you can't have chocolate every night. Or, albeit you could have, but obviously you then have to account for the calories to make sure that you are not overeating and you're in a calorie deficit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, my friends, is the end of episode 100 and... Did I say 13 or 14? I think it's 14, but I think should it's be 14. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you said any at the start, actually, because I was too busy talking about pooing myself. Yeah. Pooing out a little nugget, I think was the word you used. <laughs> What's really funny is Summer uses that phrase when she sometimes does a poo. She goes, nugget, nugget, nugget. <laughs> um, when my uh, cousin was, uh, well, obviously still in nappies, um, she'd been running around, uh, we're at my grandparents' house, she'd been running around in a nappy, and a very small little nugget must have popped out the side of her uh, nappy. Uh, granddad was eating cocoa pops. Thought that it was a bit of cereal on the floor. Picked it up, put it in his bowl. Oh, finished the bowl. Right, two things. Two things. One, disgusting. He's ate poo. The other thing. Why would you pick off the floor and put it back in your bowl and not just think, oh, let's be on the floor, put it in the bin? Because he's, you know, of that era where ten second rule. Waste not, whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Um, Johnny, as you're not spoken much in the last <laughs> bit, because while me and me and Ed goes back and forth, we are moving on to good product, bad product feature before we end this episode but today's a little twist because i've got two good one bad because there was two really good episodes that i couldn't uh oh, episode two really good items that i couldn't uh couldn't leave out i wanted both to be included so describe what i'm about to show right it is looks about 12 inches long um it looks like a dildo to be honest <laughs> <laughs> the little funny rabbit ears that's not a dildo <laughs> but it looks like turn it, turn it a little bit Graham's is it ice cream no no it's not it's, no it's ice, cream. ice cream no it's ice cream it is ice cream isn't it? espresso caramel ice cream goodness 310 calories per tub by the looks of it I hope it's per tub not per spoon no that's, that's per tub that's correct that to me that that does sound very appealing yeah okay that's one I'm just just Based on the way you were holding it, that looked empty. And the fact that you didn't run over to your freezer means it is definitely empty. So that I, might... I, <laughs> <laughs> I purpose well I had to have tried it to know if it was any good. Um I purposely kept the empty thing to include it in this week's thing. So I ate this like last Sunday or something, or last Monday. So it's been in my cupboard since because I want to keep it. How much did it cost? Uh one ninety nine from Lidl. Go Ooh, buy them all because they go buy them all. Spoiler alert. Um, buy them all tomorrow. Next, they actually do. So there's four flavors on offer, but not all little little stocks them. Um, there is espresso caramel, salted caramel, raspberry ripple, and some sort of mint variant. Um, I haven't managed to find the mint yet, but I will say the salted caramel is also exceptional. Um, but I'd like to say spoiler alert anyway. Um, second item, digestive. I'm guessing it means. I guess as it says twists. It does. It's a cookie. Cookie. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think. Oh, I realise on the wrapper it doesn't actually tell tell you what. Can you read that. Chocolate chip and coconut cookie. No, then. Mm. I think that'd be nice. 
they are a chocolate coconut digestive. And lastly, right, that that's going to be shit. That is what it looks to me like a protein bar, battle bites, high protein. Well, it is a high protein bar. Yeah, caramel. What's that? I think it says right, pretzel, right. Johnny. Oh, I'm a pretzel. Mm, I think that's going to be bad, to be honest. I'm going to say the battle bar is going to be decent because you were going on about pretzely things the other weeks. Uh, so I'm just going to say that they were that it was decent. And then the the biscuits because there's still half pack left um, are going to be a bit naff because when they add coconut to things, tend to sometimes be a bit naff. What about the ice cream? Well, the ice cream's empty, so. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You're not Matt Morgan, and you do finish a whole tub of ice cream in one sitting. Hell but I'm going to say it's yeah. good. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm going to put you out of your misery. And the espresso caramel ice cream was exceptional. And this is the goat. This just smashed every flavour of Brayers or Halo Top out of the fucking water, son. So go buy them all. They, and for one ninety nine, like normal price, that is exceptional. How can Halo Top justify charging a fiver? Um, I, yeah, I don't know because it's not like it must be UK produced. I know it's a California-based company, but there's no way that they ship them over from California. I'm sure they must make them here, so it can't be that fucking expensive to make. Yeah, but they knack it. I mean, they've got all these big companies now copying it basically. Oh, yeah. So they knack. That's it now for them. Yeah, they, they need to they need to innovate or reduce their prices because um, although Brayers is still like a fiver a pint as well, um, albeit I still think Brayers is better than most Brayers are better than all the Halo tops anyway. Um, but fair play Halo Top's like the new Quest isn't it like Quest was good when it first came out but now they're shit and Halo Top's a bit like that um, so go buy them they are amazing bum 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 the other amazing product so the good product was the Battle Bites yes so Ed come on down I'll send this bar on the post as your prize um, yay you can't I knew this was going to be good as soon as it said caramel pretzel let's be honest it's fucking outrageously good so this is a delightful bar if you've never had Battle Bites bars they are incredible bars they're a really nice texture I'm a bit different than most protein bars and they come in two little squares as well so you can have half if you want if you want to be a Matt Morgan or a Paul, Paul Cocker um, so you can have what like one half a bar and say the other half um, I won't give away much more because there's a protein review uh, on our Instagram about or about to come up soon so I'm not going to spoil too much there if anyone wants to see that that is search the hashtag NNN bar reviews so that must mean the shit product was the digested twist you know like what's the little I don't know if you ever call these nice or nice you know the biscuits like coconut the biscuits. nice biscuits are they yeah. nice or nice I call them nice okay because they're quite nice I think I call them nice because they're not nice <laughs> <laughs> to make them sound a bit posher perhaps but they're, they're a bit like that like coconut and don't taste a lot else because right, they taste a bit like a very bland coconut don't they these nice bars slightly sugary bland coconut shortbread not really shortbread uh, yeah I know I quite like them they're a good dunker they're good for tea are they I suppose these yeah. are probably okay in tea but not very chocolatey um, not even a very good digestive texture really they're a bit too crum- they've gone a bit because of the coconut I think they've gone a bit like crumbly and less digestive because digestive mm. at least they're OT a bit. Yeah, yeah. are they McVitties, are they? They are McVitties, yeah. They are official digestives, official brand. They're just a twist. The only thing is, albeit they're probably reduced in size, they are only 47 calories a biscuit. So, I suppose that's not bad, is it? Um, anything we want to say, boys and girls? Um, I don't think so, is there? I don't think so. I don't know. I'm putting it out to you to see. I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, uh, in a couple of weeks, or maybe even next week, we want to do another uh, question and answer episode. So get your questions in, no matter how stupid, how not stupid. If we've covered it before, we can always over like go over it again in a different way um, to nnncoaching.com. No, wait, that's the website. Um Info at nnncoaching.com and then just subjects podcast and uh, yeah, send your questions in no matter how stupid, how quick and easy, how in depth, um, and we can do another uh, relevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could literally be about anything, Um, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll chuck it in in our next. uh, And if you don't want you saying it like saying it's from you, then we can do it anonymous. It's fine. Um, Yeah. And don't forget, final week to sign up to the photo shoot if you want to be involved. 
Yeah. 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 So again, go to nnncoaching.com, click on the tab thing at the top, and click on photo shoot sign up. Um, yeah. Even if you just want to find out a bit more. Um, yeah. It'd be, it's, or, or if you want to, if you want to email info at nnncoaching.com, we'll just sort you out from there if you want. Or email any of us, or message any of us on Facebook, or ask in the group. Yeah. If you want to email me directly, because I get no emails, Brett at nncoaching.com. If you want nncoaching.com, that's triple N, not two. If you want to, just if you want to say hi and send me some nudes, by all means. Nice. I know, I know what I'm doing later. Yeah, you do that anyway. You're the only answer <laughs> I do get. <laughs> right. Bye, my loves. See you later. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. Thanks for listening to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast. We'll speak to you all next week.